everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad you are back with Abby and I today. Happy birthday to my Brooklyn. She is now officially an adult. You guys, I have an adult child. Happy birthday to Jesus, but also what his birthday was Monday. Yeah. Okay. So also Brooklyn, eighteen. And now she's eighteen. So happy birthday to Brooklyn and Jesus. And here's the thing, you know, her due date was December twenty seventh, and so we assumed that she would be born sometime around Christmas time because you know that was when her due date was, Um, and so she, we, we. I don't know if I've told the story. I probably have, but I'll tell it really quickly again. We did Christmas that year. It was year two thousand five. We did Christmas with our family, I think like two weeks before that. Okay. So that we would be available and ready to go have a baby. And so that year was when the first uh, Narnia came out, Chronicles of Narnia. And so on Christmas day, we went and saw Chronicles of Narnia in the movie theater, just Garrett and I. And then we went to um, a really nice restaurant, had a really, really fancy Christmas dinner. And I was, of course, huge pregnant because I was getting ready to deliver a baby like that day. And... um, and it was really fun. I remember asking the waiter, you know, can you take our picture? We're on our way to the hospital, have a baby. Aww. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, don't worry. I'm not in labor yet. <laughs> but actually I was, I just didn't know it. So anyway, wow. we had this dinner, went to the hospital. Christmas. It was so special. We, w- we went to the hospital. I had my big um, like exercise bouncy ball, you yeah. know, because people told me I had to take that with me. I don't think I ever used it, but I had it. And so we went to the hospital on Christmas night because I was supposed to be induced the next day. Here's a weird story. I was supposed to be induced the next day because we had our insurance. <laughs> we had oh. a copay that was going to start over on right. January 1st. Oh, so I had to have her and we both had to be out of the hospital by the end of December, by December 31st, or else it would have cost us an extra $4,000. Oh, <laughs> so we're like, baby, word. you're coming. Yes. <laughs> like now we can't wait until January for you to come. Um, so anyway, when I got to the hospital, I was already in labor and I didn't know it. Like they hooked me up to all the machine things Aww. and stuff. And they were like, oh, You're can you feel labor. that? And I was like, nope, I don't wow. feel anything. It you could have waited till January 1st because I don't know if they do it anymore, but at our hospital, and I do not know if they do it anymore or if they do it anywhere else in the country, but the first baby of the new year was free. Really? Yeah. So oh, that wow. wouldn't that be amazing? So you should have just like held out and then you'd have a free oh. baby. I don't think they did that at our hospital because we were in Los Angeles. I bet they don't do that anymore. (laughs) I think, yeah, I bet, I bet that's not a thing anymore. That would have been cool. Those were the good old days. Yeah, it was so fun though. And you know what? My sister is amazing. So my sister made um, a basket, like a gift basket for the nurses, for the nursing staff. She made two. She made one for the delivery nursing staff and one for the recovery nursing staff. So we took those baskets oh. in with us. And can I just tell you, we got the best service. Oh, I bet. Ever. Because it they're was, there they on were Christmas. Because so, they were there on Christmas Day. Well, wow. we did it for Lacey too. And she was born in October. Oh. But it was like, they were so grateful because they were there on Christmas. Yeah. And we bought, you know, my sister made them all kinds of. Oh my goodness. You know, that's the best baby having tradition. Yeah. Oh, it was really fun. So yeah. So anyway. That is Brooklyn so was cool. born. She missed Christmas by five hours. Wow. I was so sad. Aww. I mean, because I wanted her to be born on Christmas Day. Like that was kind of the yeah. thing. Was I was so like, so do you celebrate her birthday, birthday on her birthday, or do you guys move no. It around? Yeah, uh, no, we we usually do it either before several weeks yeah. before, or usually a couple weeks after. 
Christmas. So yeah, I, I mean, like we say. recognize her birthday. Yeah, on her no, you birthday, don't ignore her, but <laughs> we don't ignore her. <laughs> but it'd be hard to do like birthday parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was the greatest uh, Christmas ever. That sounds like the greatest Christmas ever. Yeah. It, it was well, and as you guys know, again, if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you know, um, she was born just short of six weeks before our 11 year anniversary. Um, so we struggled with infertility for a very long time. And so she was truly the greatest Aww, um, yes. Christmas gift besides Jesus, of course. Yeah. Um, it was, it was truly amazing. So That's anyway, special. we're going to talk more about other people's traditions, but first I want to say thank you to our amazing sponsor again, CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try them out for free, ctcmath.com. Well, alrighty, let's get back into these traditions. All right. And Abby and I What's were cracking next? up as we were reading through some of them because <laughs> <laughs> one of them said, and, and this one, I, there's there's not a name with this one, um, but I think that we could all fall into this yes. category. <laughs> Their favorite Christmas tradition was not doing school. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's like, so awesome. That's really funny. Good job, mom, for speaking to all of our hearts. My However, tradition. <laughs> if you're a true homeschooler, of course you would be like, well, our kids are learning every Everything day. Everything is learning. Everything is learning. And so on Christmas <laughs> Day, they're learning. So they're technically doing school. Technically, technically this is learning school. and growing. So. Uh, how much time do you take off at Christmas? Do you do like the, you know... Or do you just take off when you want to take off? Because that's how we do it. Like if there's something going on, we take off. Yes. Yeah. That's more what we do. I mean, obviously the week of like Christmas and New Year's, we don't, we don't do any academic work. Right. Um, and we kind of slow it down. Yeah. The week leading up because up, you get probably. busy. Yeah. That's true. You know? That's how we do it. Or just change yeah. it up. Like we might do other things that are right. school that aren't your typical. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. We're flexible. I, we are I'll too. say. We're yeah. flexible during but the months But I also of am not the mom December that's like, we're taking it off because that's what we have to, like, if we're not doing anything else, I'm like, we might as well, you know, hit the books and then we can take off another day that we want to take off, you know? Right. So yes. it just changes every year. Every year changes. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have another one, but before we get to it, I have to tell you about, cause you shared your favorite Christmas. Yeah. I'm going to share you with you, like my least favorite Christmas. <gasps> okay. I remember one year. When I had a two and a half, so Winnie, no, Tatum was two and a half and Colson was a brand new baby and Jesse was a police officer at the time and he had to work Christmas. Mm. Um, and then the next day we were leaving for family and I will never forget that he was at work on Christmas day and we were getting ready to leave town. And so like you and I said, like it, when it's time to take down Christmas, it's time to take down Christmas. And so Christmas day, I was taking down all the decorations, taking down the tree, putting everything and it was fine because I was like well we're doing Christmas in a couple of days you know um but it was so weird because it was like the onset of social media it didn't really exist much before that I mean there was like MySpace but nobody remembers yeah. that and I remember looking at people and I'm like everybody was having this beautiful Christmas and here I am like packing it away and it Aww. felt so it wasn't sad though because it was just was our life at the time and then we were going to go do Christmas later but um, it just felt so weird. It was like the weirdest thing. And then I'm like, what do you think the neighbors are thinking when they see me like carrying my tree out the front door and throwing it in the alley? Because I'm like, <laughs> Christmas is over. There's the Grinch. <laughs> it's noon. There's the Grinch over there with her darling little children. Um, so that was such a weird one. Okay. So uh -huh. Elizabeth Miller, this is her favorite Christmas tradition. She says, as opposed to a tree, we now set up a large nativity scene with twinkle lights behind it to mimic the night sky. And I think what I loved about this is, you know, when 
you do the like the 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 things of Christmas around the world and you teach your kids like, you know, in Denmark, they put out their clogs instead of their stockings. And I yeah. love hearing just how different family because that would never occur to me, but how right. different families. And so I'm so curious, does anybody else do something different than a traditional Christmas tree where like the Miller family that she just wrote in Elizabeth mm-hmm. Miller's family, they do a big nativity. And I think that's so neat. And I'm just so curious as to what what people do. And if there are yeah. other alternatives, Jesse always wants to do a big sagebrush because we live in the land of sagebrush. Yeah. And he's like, can't we just put a giant sagebrush in the house for Christmas? That's hilarious. I know. And I've always vetoed it. But I mean, I haven't like veto vetoed it, but I'm like, you could put a sagebrush in the house anytime. Not that we ever will. But like, a, I don't know. I think I'd have right. a hard time not having a Christmas tree. A sagebrush with ornaments. I just, it doesn't, I'm not feeling it. (laughs) However, we did, when Jesse and I first got married before kids, he and I, his parents and my parents, we went way into this little cabin in the middle of nowhere and we got a sagebrush because there were no Christmas trees. And then we handmade all of our ornaments and hung them on that tree because we were at nobody's homes. And it, so actually he did get a sagebrush tree and it was really fun, (laughs) but, um, So I just, I don't know. I love hearing about what other people do that aren't that just traditional. Yeah. Well, what's funny is you were just talking about Christmas around the world and like, what do other people do? Yeah. One of, one of the traditions that uh, Sabina said that they do is caroling in multiple languages. Yes. And I was like, well, that's fun. Except smart Sabina, not all of us have multiple languages. And I'm so curious to know, like how many languages does Sabina (laughs) and her family know? (laughs) Is it that's so like English and Spanish? Or is it like English, Spanish, French, Portuguese? You know I don't I mean? know, but she's clearly one-upping the rest of our homeschools. I know. Because we it's speak really one language. Cool though. Or, I mean, here's the thing. You could you could find Christmas carols yeah, and in them. other languages and you could learn them. Yeah, that's so right? true. So, I, mean, I know Feliz Navidad. Do, do you? Or at least oh, I know right? one that's line true. of it. Yes. I know yeah. a solid line of that song. Right. <laughs> um. I literally know those three words. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do people still carol? Because I love that. Oh, um, I mean, yes. I, people here in Oklahoma do, but it's like, usually so a, like an door. event. Yeah. Okay. Yes. At an event. Like we have people that carol in an, at an event, but I, yeah. I like the going door to door in your neighborhood and caroling. Oh yeah. That would be super fun. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be, but, but my girls would, when Never. they were younger, we've done yeah. that before. Yeah. When they were younger, like going to neighbors' houses who yes. we know. Right. But now they're way too cool for that. Like, I think you'd have to no get way. a few families together. Oh, you no, no. Even if we got a few families. They, They'd be no. like, we're not My caroling. girls would think that was like the dorkiest thing ever. They oh, would never. I love it. I watch oh. a lot of British television though, so. Do you? It's <laughs> hilarious. I feel like they do that there more. Yeah. Oh, that's so. funny. Well, I mean, they do it on like every single Hallmark uh, Yeah, special. they do. That's true also. Let's bring yeah. it back. Let's bring, well, actually, Sabina's family obviously has already brought it back, <laughs> but let's let her inspire us. Yes. <laughs> so uh, funny. All right. So our goal for the year is to learn Christmas caroling in like six different languages. Yes. That's going to be our homeschool assignment for the six? year. I'm going to start with just mastering English, six songs in English. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, that's You're fine the bar if you don't want to live up to Sabina's you know, standard. Sabina's standards. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. Listen to this one. Amanda Walker, our family does the same thing. She gets the kids an ornament that's something significant from their year, like something they did or enjoyed that year. We do that too. And we used to do it with each kid, 
But then every year I'm like, this tree doesn't hold because then our grandparents would get them. <laughs> so now we've actually gone to, we get one ornament for the family that has something significant of that year for yeah. the whole family. And then it's fun when you decorate the tree, you like take this little trip through history. Yes. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. That do is you guys super do fun. That? No. Um, my no. mom had a great tradition. And when we were kids that she always bought us a, a, an ornament um, every year, my sister and I got to choose one and it wasn't reflective of the year, but it was just like what we liked that yeah. year. Oh, and I so it is, it's kind of fun to see the progression of our ornaments and how yeah. they went from, you know, like what a yeah. three-year-old would pick to what an 18-year-old oh, would pick. Totally. But sadly, um, they were in a box and my mom gave no, me all my ornaments what? when I got married. And I don't even know how, but this box got wet somehow. Oh. And most of them got destroyed. It was really sad. So oh, that is I don't have so most of them. Sad. And I just don't do that with my girls. Like I'll let them get ornaments um, each year. They usually pick an ornament, but it's not like a big Like this is significant thing. of the yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway. My parents started that with us. And so we've just carried it on, but it's kind yeah. of fun. But then some years it's hard. It's like, wow, we had a really boring year. I don't know. Here's a glass <laughs> ball. It's red. <laughs> you could do Rocky Mountain oysters for you ornaments. You could totally. Oh my My word. girls now, this is really fun. Um, they both put a Christmas tree in their room and oh, decorate it. Fun. They think that that's a really fun that's thing to way do. So fun. Totally. that was last year. I think was the first. No, two years ago, Brooklyn put one in her room, and then last year, Lacey put one in her room. So they each have their own little. Oh, and I they're love just that. you know small ones, yeah, but it's totally. fun for them to get to decorate them. So that's anyway, cute. let's take a break. We'll be okay. right back. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Abby. Um, okay, this one I thought was really fun. This one's from Dorothy. And she said, this is their tradition, having a shepherd's dinner sometime before Christmas, which both Abby and I read that. We were like, what is a shepherd's dinner? But luckily for us, she goes on to explain it. She goes on to explain. <laughs> Thank you, Dorothy. Thank you, Dorothy. She said, it helps us slow down and focus. We eat dinner on the floor in front of the Christmas tree. We read the Christmas story and eat <laughs> charcuterie. You know, yes. I can't say that word. I always just look, when I look at it, it looks like just, charcuterie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think charcuterie right. board, <laughs> charcuterie <laughs> board style foods. We include things we think the shepherds may have eaten, like cheese, fruit, dried meats, etc. We think about what the shepherds saw the night of our Savior's birth, and then she just says, "We all really enjoy this night." So that is such a fun. I love that tradition. Yes, right? and it really puts the focus back and takes you back to really what it was like. I, I think that's a unique yeah. and creative way of putting the focus back onto what it's about. Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, you hear of families who do like a little play. They'll they'll right. act out the Christmas story, which is super fun. And again, when you have little kids, that's a really fun thing to do. Right. I mean, you could get a sheet or a pillowcase and 
all of a sudden you have Mary. I yep, mean, it's, totally. it's so easy. And it's fun for kids to do that. But this sounds like something that would be fun with little kids, but even with older kids. Yeah, totally. Where they're not teens. having to. Yeah, you could do this easily yep. with your teens because every teen wants to eat cheese and fruit and uh, dried meats. You betcha. Right? <laughs> Charcuterie <laughs> boards are so my fun. favorite. How did it say it? Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Charcuterie boards. It's such I love a it. weird word. Uh, it is an interesting word, but that's like my favorite food. We do that like every Sunday night. But I think it's really? fun. That, and I like that they sit on the floor by the tree. I don't know. I think that's a really special. Your kids are going to remember that big time. Yeah. You do a charcuterie board every well, Sunday we night. we do. It's not necessarily the pretty board, but we do kind of appetizer finger foods Sunday nights oh. with popcorn. So like that's sometimes cool. we'll do like cheese, crackers, fruits, and then like I'll make one special appetizer like stuffed mushrooms or stuffed oh. jalapeno pepper, like a fun, a fun appetizer. And then we do popcorn. Oh. And that's usually our Sunday night. That is so cool. I yeah, did not know always, that about we've always the Ranella done that family. Sunday nights. And actually, Jesse and I did it before we even had kids because it's fun. Oh. It's gotten cheaper as we've had children. You know, it used to be like smoked salmon and brie. Yeah. And now it's like <laughs> cheddar and ham slices. No, I'm kidding. Mm, smoked <laughs> salmon and brie. That sounds amazing. I know. So fun. Dorothy, I love that one. I love that one. Yeah, um, that is fun. Yeah. Okay, I, here's one that we do that I forgot when we were talking about getting an ornament each year. We started when the kids were little getting a Christmas book every year for them. Mm. And we give it to them when we open the, or when we decorate the tree. And now we just have this really awesome collection of our favorite Christmas books. So then we can read through them the whole month of December. Yeah. You know, and it's, that's a really fun way to, to build your Christmas book library and then to pass them on. So, so send me really, cause I'm like running out of the greatest Christmas books. So send me. Guys, tell me what your favorite Christmas picture do books. You, we do picture books. Do you have a favorite that you can think of off the top of your head that's not the best Christmas story ever? Because that oh, is that's our a fabulous favorite. I mean, one. we read that every year, which we've talked about that um, in the years past. Oh, is there I another wish, one that you're just I like, wish this is I had? Such the, a great one. Uh, what's his name? Jonathan Toomey. We love that one. We love. Oh, I wish I had my stack. You guys, there's so many. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> um. Maybe before this airs, I'll put out like a stack of our favorite Christmas books. Yes. Yeah. Um, you send me a list. We'll put it in the show we'll notes. And we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. Because, um, and then add to it, people, because I'm running out of good ones. But there are some beautiful, <laughs> and we don't want, it's not, we don't do like Mickey's favorite Christmas. No, we do like right. really beautiful, rich, you know, stories. Um, really good books, family. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So those are fun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Things that point back to Jesus. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, that's so much fun. Okay. So this one too, this is one I think that so many people do, um, but I, I love that um, Anita is the one who posted yep. this. She said, Advent wreath and devotions every night. Love it. Um, so I know lots of people do Advent wreaths um, yep. or Advent something, you know, yes. it doesn't have to be a wreath. Yeah. A lot um, of these people did different Advent things. Yes. Yeah. Do you, so. does your family do Advent? Yeah, we do. And it's different each year, you know, depending on what. Um, but, you know, it's funny when I was a kid, the Advent to me was just remember those paper things and there was like a chocolate inside each. You yes, open the little paper and like that's that's what Advent was <laughs> like. What was your candy of the night? But right. now we do some sort of an Advent that points you back to God and his word each evening, you know, yeah. Um so yeah, but there's lots of different Advents, but there's not, there, we don't do like this one special one each year, like a certain Advent book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, Which I know some people do. Um, yes, there, there are so yeah. many resources for Advent. It's unbelievable I, I mean, how many resources. Go on Pinterest and just yeah. Google Advent. It's crazy. <laughs> 
5 million different options. Yes. So, yeah. Um, okay. This one, this one is a fun one, um, which I, again, I mean, is I think something that lots of people do. And we talked already about cutting down the Christmas yeah. tree, but she, uh, this is from Amy. Yeah. Um, and she says, cutting down the perfect Christmas tree. Perfect. I love that she puts yes. the word perfect in there. The day after cutting Thanksgiving. Down the perfect Christmas She's tree. Like the us. day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then putting lights up on the house and pine trees in the yard. That I thought was fun. Like, yeah. To just put pine trees in the yard. I love I, that. So it makes the front yard more festive. And, yep. um, yeah. She puts the lights on. And I love that she does the yeah. traditional large ones. You know, those multicolor yes. big old bulbs. Yeah. Like That's you would have said. in the 70s and yes, in the 60s. I love those. I love it when people decorate their outside trees. Yeah. That's yes. awesome. Me too. Does your, I don't know, our town here where we live. So uh-huh. we live just right outside of Tulsa um, in a town called Broken Arrow. And the whole Tulsa area We've never lived anywhere that does holidays like Oklahomans oh, really? do. It's insane. Like they go all out. I mean, people already have, I mean, for the past like three weeks, there are neighborhoods where like the entrance to the neighborhood already has Christmas lights up. Wow. Um, and then, I mean, there are So everybody goes places. all out on the outside of their house? Not everybody, but a lot a of lot. people do. And there are some people who like literally decorate their entire yard. Like it's like a tourist attraction. Wow. Where you can go and walk through their yard oh, or uh, I mean, in the neighborhoods, you can go to the really um, rich neighborhoods in Tulsa yeah. and oh, yeah. the, the, the lights and stuff, they're just amazing. That's and I so cannot cool. imagine how much work it takes to do it and more so to get it down. <laughs> it would be yeah. awful. Oh, I can't even imagine that. No. It's yeah, we have it. We live, you know, right outside of a, a resort. And so we like to go to the resort because they, you know, they put it's insane how they decorate. But I've noticed so like we just do basic lights outside. But I've noticed this strange phenomenon, like with Jesse and the other men in the neighborhood. It's like if anyone ups their game by like oh. one bulb, <laughs> then like all the houses up their game by like one light bulb. And it's like, oh, well, they it's just been really funny yeah. to watch how I'm like, is this Christmas decorating the outside of your house? strangely competitive. It's hilarious. Oh, the competition. I know Um, it's funny. (laughs) Uh, The last one for today. Okay. Let's do this family concert. I think that's so much fun. This was from Heather and I don't know. That's all she wrote is family concert. Family concert. Yeah. But that would be fun. I love it. I mean, especially if you have a singing family, like totally. We're, well, we're half of a singing family. (laughs) So Garrett and Brooklyn both have really great voices. Um, Lacey and I do not. <laughs> so you're the audience on family concert We're the night. audience. <laughs> we do a lot of karaoke in our house lately. Oh, And fun. my girls think it's hilarious. I refuse to do it because I refuse to embarrass myself. Um, but I sit and I cheer them on that and laugh so hysterically funny. because it's really, really funny. So oh. it would be fun to do like Christmas karaoke with your family yeah, or, or an actual concert for people who actually can sing Which and play instruments. Which could be an instrument or I obviously totally. Heather comes from a musical family, but I wonder like you could invite grandma and grandpa, aunts and uncles, yeah. you know, that's so fun. I love it. It's a very homeschooly thing to do. I mean, if you have a musical family in any way, you could be practicing this through the month of December. So here's the thing, like that could be part of your school for December where you're not, well, I mean, if you're a musical family, you probably do music all the time. All year. Yeah. All year. But you could really focus on Christmas hymns or something like that. I love Christmas hymns, by the way. Yeah. Um, But focus on Christmas hymns um, or other Christmas music in November and December. And then, yes, that would be really fun to invite neighbors. That would be a great outreach, right? For neighbors. Totally. Invite them to come over. To your little Christmas concert. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That will not happen in our home. Um, (laughs) 
ever. Nor will <laughs> but I would make go it. if someone did a Christmas concert and invited us. I would totally go. You'd be the best audience member. I would be a great audience member. <laughs> We're out of time. We're going to come back tomorrow and uh, talk about some more of your traditions. Thank you guys for sharing these with us. It is so much fun to get to read through these. Um, stay tuned to the very end to hear a clip of what we will be talking about tomorrow. And thank you guys so much again for joining us. If you've not watched the movie, if you have not gifted yourself the privilege of watching Schoolhouse Rock to the Homeschool Revolution, it's free. It's like one of those things you don't have to pay for after you've just spent a bunch of money on Christmas. You can watch the movie for free. Schoolhouserocked.com is where you can find everything um, Schoolhouse Rocked. You can find the movie for free. You can download our um, uh, quick start guide uh, for homeschooling. That's a great gift you can pass on to a friend. If maybe you've got a friend who's thinking about homeschooling and they're like, okay, it's Christmas break and I wanna take my kids out of school. This is crazy. Um, Share the movie with them. Share the podcast with them. We would be so grateful if you would do that. Thank you guys so much for being with us. We will see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com rocked. Caitlin said this, and here's the thing. She's obviously an older, wiser, mature. She's the tightest two women, I think, that, um, that God tells us we should learn from. Here's what she said. We actually do less and less each year. I used to think that I had to do extra special things to make it more meaningful, but it only induced extra work and stress. The only thing we do now is a name of Jesus study every day. We have an ornament, and she went on to say some of the things that they do do. Um, But I love that first part that just said, I think she figured out after the years that sometimes doing less makes what you do more meaningful. 